Dance culture and innovation at the same time. Welcome to another episode on this fine Memorial Day. It is not Memorial Day when you listen to it, but right now we record it's Memorial Day. Welcome to another episode of the Comedy Trap House. I am your host, Rome Green Jr. In the house with me, I got Cam. Let's get into it. Um, first thing I want to get into is uh, something happened this past uh, Wednesday that I wanted to just uh, speak on real quick because it's a testament to the growth um, of myself as a human being. Uh, we are currently in the process of recording a, a, a new show for you guys. Um, you will see that soon enough. And in the middle of recording this new show, it involves us doing music. And so we're recording some music, Cam laying down some hot bars, you know what I'm saying? Always, always. Doing what he do. And, uh, you know, I was making the beat and we was all in there vibing. And all of a sudden, everything just cut off my program cut off my the uh, mic's interface cut off and my hard drive cut off so at first i was like okay this is something that could probably just probably just gonna pop back up so let me just give it a second so i went to plug the hard drive in and anybody who's in any type of business where they deal with external hard drives they know that that awful sound of something not <laughs> popping back up oh, and yeah. we've been there a, a many a many a, a times oh, yeah. we've been there yeah and so it wasn't popping up and nor was mike's interface popping up and i was like you know what i was i was playing it off at first as if like i was like all right you know it is what it is da 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 and i got in my room and i had to i had to i had to sit down and talk to myself i had to be like you know what you're upset you're upset. <laughs> you're upset. Lean into it. You're upset. That's okay. Well, it's, emotions are authentic. I was like, you, you, you're upset. You, you can't run from it because I got to run. It's, it's okay. I'm not mad about it. I was mad about it. And I, I thought about it. And I was like, now that you've, you know, confronted that you're mad about it, that's the good part. Now, how can we just move forward in the best way possible? And I was like, all right, well, let me try to look up hard drive places. So I'm going to go to that place. Um, tomorrow because i can't go today because memorial day but i'm gonna go to that place tomorrow and see what's up but yeah it was just a moment for myself and i was like you know what back in the day i might have would have been mad a little bit longer you know what i'm saying i might have would have been walking around just kind of like man it sucks da 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 woe is me but i was like i can't do that uh it just, I just don't make sense it don't make sense it, i just had to be mad ain't gonna change nothing just it happens i kind of gotta laugh at it keep it moving but and then i have to look at the lesson in it it's like it's a couple things uh one invest invest in myself a little more maybe if the interface or the computer i was using maybe was a little bit up to date or something like that maybe uh, that wouldn't happen, or maybe it was time to get something new. You know what I'm saying? You got to look at you got to look at everything. So I try to look at all of the surrounding uh, like circumstances when it comes to stuff bad happening. So I was like, you know what? The boys is growing out here, so that's why I just wanted to talk about that real quick. Second, cool. Put some respect on Rick Ross' name. This is why I say that, man. Well, first off, Cam told me that he dropped his Port of Miami 2 freestyle. And I'm ready for Port of Miami yeah. 2. I've been ready for it. It was supposed to drop, I think, last year or yeah. early this year. I'm just ready for it. Do they have a release date yet? I don't. Not that I know of. Because, uh, to be honest, uh, Rick Ross is in my top 10. 
and he's in my top ten because he's honestly been fairly consistent. Like I it's not it's not too many songs that I hear from Ross where I'm just like like I don't like it at all. It may not be. I'm like, be like, oh, okay, that one's not necessary for me. But I can see. I mean, he rapping on it. Everything he do, I feel like he be rapping. Like Rick Ross be rapping. He got the voice. He got the voice. He got the bars. He got, he got the, the bar. flow. He makes you feel Good luxury. Beat. He he, 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 he makes, makes you feel like you can go out there and sell it, dope. Yeah. He makes <laughs> you feel like you rich right there with him. He just makes you. He, he motivates do. you on another level. Like. He do his cadences, the way he pronounces things, the way he be riding the beat, and it's these and, it's luxury raps. And what made me, I was uh, driving yesterday, and I just had on like a, a shuffle list of Rick Ross, and first thing that came on was Maybach Music Three with Jada Kiss and Ti and Erica Badu. First off, that beat is wild. It sounds so like like regal and like just all type of trumpets mm-hmm. and stuff and then he came on there rapping and I was like yo but then it went to the uh, Angel song the uh, Dirty with Money Diddy? with Diddy mm-hmm. and um, so he went to the Angel song and my man's opened up he, he opened up the song and I don't know why this line is so hard to me but it is but he opened up he said I'm a photographer's dream like just that that line alone is so hard because it's like that's that's some arrogance <laughs> i'm a photographer basically anybody that take a picture of me this is what they've been dreaming about to get a shot like this uh, what about the line on that future song that we love so much and what, that line say? hard he said um <laughs> um Hold hold on hold on hold on no because y- y- y'all got it hold on I know I know the lyrics soon as I, soon as it's I like it's in my head yes in my head say too. It wrong future Rick Ross check lyrics. like he came on that thing rapping I and gotcha. that first opening line I think like your opening line to a rap song is important because oh. almost like a thesis statement in an essay these two lines to me and Ken every time we hear it we just make us we, we, we niggas be hype and then the beat the beat is hype the beat hype and he has cadence everything he said. I put the rollie on 5.30 in the morning. Whoa. I really wanted it. Forgot I even bought it. Whoa. Now, let's break this down for y'all. If y'all don't Say it really again. Understand. Say it again. I put the rollie on 5.30 in, in the morning. morning. So, let's break that down. He First already up, getting up he early. Up, he bossed time. you got to get to it. You're waking up before everybody. Waking up for everybody. When it's quiet time, like today, I finally started my get up at six. Yep. And I, half my day done. Half your day I, done. I accomplished half of and my morning. And you feel morning. good about it. I feel great. That's what I'm, I'm going to be tired. Like, no, no, for sure. It's but I feel great. <laughs> I put the rolling on 530 in the morning. You're getting it. I really wanted it, forgot I even bought it. He, Come on, man. He hustling so hard that he forgot he bought this watch he really wanted. He really wanted. It don't even matter. He to think about that watch anymore because he <laughs> on to the next. He getting to it. That shit is, and that when you hear with the beat, that shit is hard. He, I put the rolling off at 30 in the morning. Whoa. Whoa. I, <laughs> really did forgot I even bought it. Whoa. Whoa. And then he Come said on. one more line. Um, Hold on. Uh, In... That same Angel song with uh, Dirty Money. Uh, let's see. Oh, lyrics. Here we go. We can go about a bunch of Rick Ross. Yeah, we know we can. But we have th- an episode about he, that. He said but. one more in this song. He said, oh, let me scroll to it. So basically, he said, Diddy, that's Diddy, it's chorus. 
Oh, they didn't want to give me Rick While Ross. he looking for it, even in this new freestyle he put out, he said, I got the type of money that bring Bill Cosby back. Come on, man. Woo. Come on, man. That's a lot of money. Oh, okay. He said, he said, uh, crab cake serve cheer on that Learjet, serve chill on that Learjet. First off, crab cakes is fire. Fire. So, so fire. he already, he got my attention already. <laughs> fire. Then he said, Whenever Diddy call, I know it's about a big check. That's a real line because I that's I know when Diddy call, he probably you got certain people in your life when they call, you know it's money. No, it's so about you like you answer and you like to see that name pop up. Then he says, "How many bags you forget to get your check yet?" So basically, you're not taking care of what you're supposed to be taking care of. Because then his next line is, "Know her sex good just by looking at my chick neck." That shit's so hard. So basically, he's saying. I'm 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 draping her out because she you know her sex good you know <laughs> that shit hard. Rick Ross be rapping man. And I was rapping just in the car. Raps man. I was in the car and I was like, cause Cam do the same shit too when he get hype. I was like, come on man, y'all niggas making me mad. <laughs> get me mad like y'all not hearing this. Yeah, like, y'all not hearing this. Cause I don't hear my man rapping. Rapping man, but it's his voice. Ultimately, yeah, no, it's, it's ultimate his voice. voice. His voice is incredible yeah. on beats. Yeah, his voice is definitely incredible. Shout out to that fellow. Mike Miami boy, and he been doing it for a while. He doing doing it for a while. So uh, today is a, a new day for me. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, so this today starts my. Uh, I think I've said it here on here before, where I, I've been reading the book uh, uh, "Digital Minimalism" by Cal Newton. Um, Sound like a cigarette, <laughs> Cal Newton. Hey, let me get a pack of them, Cal Newton. <laughs> Cal Newton. <laughs> Hey, what's funny? You know the, the, the whoever you go to the store clerk, they can never can find it. You be the, you be pointing the dudes that be buying cigarettes always got to point to them. Hey, and hey, they, hey, they right never there, right there, it's and they no, always no, start the like wherever they if they point left, niggas go right. You be like, nigga, I'm pointing. <laughs> but to be fair, it'd be a lot of cigarettes. And no, it do be a lot there. of cigarettes. That's I don't a know that's a funny cigarette. that's a funny mini skit for some reason. Like pointing, no, right there. Uh, no, no, go back, that back down. <laughs> I love watching it, watching that exchange. I even be seeing it like, no, it's right there. It's right. Yeah. I don't even. Smoke cigarettes, but it's right there. What I know you, nothing about how it. you do that is then you bring like once they start, somebody else uh, uh, they try to help out. No, it's sir, it's right there. No, I got you. But somebody else come. They had like the little laser pointer. They trying to point. It's right there. It's right there. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that book is really talking about how how to minimize uh, all your social. Not even just. I mean, it's it's definitely uh, geared towards social media, but it's also. Um, geared towards like phone calls it's geared towards text mail like it's just like just electronics and all that stuff and it basically teaches you how to minimalize uh, so that means you won't be calling me no I'm still calling you Damn it. yeah yeah no you, you ain't getting away from me all right. <laughs> so basically you minimalize those things and maximize the things that are more essential and more important in your life and in the book they have a 30 day challenge where it was not even a challenge because I've done 30 days before but it's more so like you can't be on none of it like you can't scroll you can't look you can't like none of that and the goal is not to just be off but to be off and be productive with what you're what you're doing like so in the 30 so days fill that space yeah that void that is gonna be left by yeah. you not checking your in phone. the 30 days they want you to create a project for yourself or like create a habit that you want to do for the 30 days or create that and then come back and honestly he said you can go if you feel like at 30 days you still chilling go go longer but 
there's 30 days and then when you get back on it's about because he wants you to be on there because he knows some people have their business on ig and facebook and all this stuff he wants you to be on there but in in a sense where it's more organized where what you're seeing is organized where it's like a it's like a rehaul of your of your social media, which people should do anyway, whether you're unfollowing people, whether you're, you know, like following more things that make more sense to you to give you uh, good energy and good vibes, like all, all that stuff. So he kind of just tries to transform your social media habits and maybe break it down to one hour a day. And by the time you get back, that it's not so pressing that you need to be on there or whatever. And so I'm starting it today. And the first thing I thought about was the business, but that's the power of being in the group because I know, you know, we got guys that handle the social media part of it. So other than that, I woke up and I was like, all right, well, I deleted them last night, maybe like at like 12 something or something like that. So I deleted it. And so I deleted Facebook. Did you Facebook. get it in all yesterday? Because you like, I'm about to be out. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get it in, in, but I, I was on there. I definitely went on there. But I, uh, you DM, I, you DM anybody? Say, hey, I'm not ignoring you, but I'm about to take a social media break for 30, 30, 30 days. I thought about <laughs> it, but then I realized if I did that, I'm doing that for them. I'm not doing that for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing this for me, so it's no need to make a huge announcement about it because that's kind of putting on, and I ain't wanna, I ain't wanna do that. So I was like, you know what? Let me just. It's not a huge announcement. No, I'm talking about on. <laughs> I mean, for our fans, these are you know our people. Yeah, yeah but I meant I'm like. Playing, it, I'm playing, I'm playing. I but that you. is funny because it kind of is announcement. <laughs> but, but yeah, on social media. But uh, yeah, so we here, and uh, I mean, I'm I'm low key. I'm excited about it. Like it's it's almost weird because as soon as I deleted Instagram, Twitter, Snap, and Facebook off my phone, I kind of felt a little like light, light. <laughs> I was like, oh. All right, cool. Well, yeah, that's that's done. So now begins the 30 days. And then, you know, summer is the tough time because, like, I'm still a man. So I want to go in there and look at, like, all the bikini pictures. Mm. But I'm cool. But then again, those, those are everywhere. I can just go to the beach. Party this yeah, year. I, was like, I can just go to the beach. Party this summer and- <laughs> Yeah, you can just go to the beach and see because looking at it on there want. ain't gonna do nothing anyway. So, uh, at all. Uh, but yeah, so I'm excited. I, you know, I told you, you, you probably the only person that really, really know in in the house right now. Well, the cats out the bag. Cats now. out the bag, and I expect you to hold me accountable. You know what I'm saying? So if I if you see me start to start to slide down a slippery slope, you. But honestly, it's, it'll it'll be hard for me to even know unless I just see yeah. you on there. Because if you on your phone, you could be texting or something. I, I don't know. What you're yeah, doing. yeah, yeah. But I mean, it it's is. not like if you said uh, I'm not eating fried food. Yeah, that'd different. be a lot easier to. Hey, yeah, hey, 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 yeah. that's fried. Yeah, that's, give that to me. <clears throat> that's different. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, I did delete it off my phone. So, but yeah, so let's we'll see what I'm excited to see what happens mentally at the end of it or how long I go. Like, will I, at the 30 days, pop back on? Will I find something else? Like, I want to create something. I want to do something. I want to write something. Like, I, so I got time to do do that now. So, I mean, I had time before, but now it's really focused in a in a. That's crazy. The area. world we live in, like, we have to do stuff like that sometimes yeah. just to focus. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's that's the power of social media. They were built to grab our attention and keep our attention Literally. and keep us addicted and keep us clicking. So and, but, it and makes that, sense why he, he would write a book like that in these times. And him, he's never had a social media, so he's able to look at it from the outside in. He's never had nothing. Oh. 
from that's that's what made me that's what made it interesting. He never so he said he's seen family members, friends go down that long road of social media. Like he's literally never had a Facebook, MySpace, Instagram, none of that, Twitter, Snapchat. So he said he took the and then once he seen people start to really get addicted. He said, I'm going on a journey to figure out what this is. And he he did research for five years before he wrote this book. See, the thing when I notice, and I've been guilty yeah. of it too, is like if you go to like a dinner with people, people are still on their phones or they have their phone yeah. on the table. I'm like, we are in company of people. Like, why do we still need to be connected it's to a, our phones? Like, is, is this interaction not enough? It's a social crutch. Yeah, so it started making me think like, yo, like we we all got a problem. I remember one time I was in the airport coming back to LA and where I'm seated, I have the only seat facing everyone else and everyone's facing me. Mm-hmm. If the, if if you can picture that. And I tell you, I kid you not, every single person head was down on electronic and I'm just looking at like, like literally. This looks like zombies right now. And I'll notice stuff like that I'm like, "All right, I'll make a conscious effort not to be on my phone." Yeah all the time yeah just be in the airport and just grab my phone i just be trying to like live be in the moment just like See, let me go back to how i used to be let me let me people watch let me observe yeah. my my surroundings let me just be in this moment yeah see last time i did it was maybe last january like 2018 january and but the difference was i had somebody running the, my social media, my homegirl at the time. So you have to ask. I have to ask. And I went on there and, and checked it maybe like three times. I do remember. I went on there because I was so worried about if she was answering stuff. So, and I was like, that's not, it wasn't really a break. It was a break, but it wasn't a break. So this time I'm like, ain't nobody touching. Ain't nobody's just, I'm just off of it. But that's interesting with the dinner thing because it's also like that at, at, at parties sometimes. And I mean, we all guilty of it, but it's just like, when nothing's going on, your first instinct is to just grab your phone and <laughs> and like get on. It's literally a social crisis. It helps you feel it. It relieves anxiety. And for some people, it is good because some people are just socially awkward. But the only way you're going to combat that socially awkwardness is to like get stay off of it and just kind of like stay in that. Like you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta sit in it and just like and take Z's it. And Zari wrote a book about like dating and romance in this generation. Yeah. He compared it to the older generation, how like you'll marry someone from your neighborhood or something like so he did an experiment where he brought millennials and the older generation to a room. And he said, uh, before we get started, I want all the millennials to go over there to this table. That's their snacks and everything over there. And I want all the older generation to go to this table. That's your snacks and everything over there. And what he noticed was a lot of millennials, they'll be on their phone, you know, not really talking. And he said all the older generation were having a ball. They were just all over Mm -hmm. there conversing and talking and having great dialogue over there. It's like a different different generation. But that's why even Chaz, he said he was in uh, the grocery store the other day and he said he's just getting some like uh, granola or some stuff and the lady comes over there and just starts talking to him about healthy eating. Like, oh, those look good. Like, what are those good for? They're so used to just talk. (laughs) Like, you don't need, it's not awkward for them because that's how how they communicate. But for us, it would probably be a little bit more of like, I ain't going to say nothing here. Like, you know, I'll, I'll tweet them or I'll, <laughs> I'll see them on Instagram. So it's just, it's really interesting. So I, I'm, I think it's going to be a cool, uh, 
experiment, especially today, Memorial Day. Everybody going to be posting their pictures. I'm just like, all right, cool. I, now, I can be on people's, like, hey, I'm in here, but I'm not going to be on be on mine. So it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Uh, and this was also, so it's Memorial Day week. Well, this is Memorial Day today, but it was Memorial Day weekend this past weekend. And so usually... Your boys in Vegas for the past two years. Um, fun times. It's fun, fun, fun times. times. And I've seen people's, you know, uh, Vegas uh, snaps and pictures and all fun this times. stuff. Look like fun. fun. I've seen a lot of ass smackings going on. I've seen times. a lot of shaking. Fun times. A lot of pool, pool water splashing. Oh, yeah. A lot of food going on. Oh, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of music, a lot of dancing, yeah. a lot of drinking. Yeah, but I was like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm usually a yeah. fo- I'm usually a FOMO person. I'm usually a FOMO person. Not gonna lie. And but this time I just just didn't. And I believe, and me and Cam have been talking about this, so we will let you guys in. We've just been on this journey for like a while now, and I don't know what it is. I don't know where it come from, but like certain stuff just don't. It's exciting to go and what I would love to go. Yeah, I would have loved to have been there, but, you know, unfortunately couldn't go this year. But, like, I didn't have that looming, like, thing of, like, oh, man, I, I want to be there. It was just like, oh, yeah, people having fun, like, doing their thing. I don't know if it's just because I've been there before or is it because I'm just in a different space right now. I'm, I'm not sure, but I, I accept it. Like, Honestly, I'm, I like what I saw other people doing. Other A lot of people are just out the country. Yeah, and that's yeah. where I'd rather be. Oh just yeah, like, hey, oh yeah. Let's go to this island, or let's go to this wherever. Let's get out this country for let's Memorial. Go. So I see a lot of people out yeah. in the country instead of doing Vegas. So I'm like, hey, that's Definitely. what I would have rather been. But, Definitely, you know, but um, in due time, in in due time. But yeah, I was just like, uh, I I usually have FOMO during these situations, but I think I'm getting over my FOMO phase because it's like because I think I'm trying to live more in the now and stop worrying about where I could have been or where I where I should be that everybody else is, is going to be. And so when you living in the now, it's just like, all right, I'm here. I'm alive. I'm with my people. We still I, I can go do something I want to if I want to go get a go to a barbecue or cook out. Somebody got something going on. So I'm living. Are we going to one today? Yeah, I'm going to one today. I was like, that'll be my fun. And boy, they'll be back. So I get to talk to them about their story. You know what I'm saying? That'll be fun. I was like, I'm cool with that. Like that doesn't bother me. I don't have to be where the crowd is going. I don't have to be where I see the excitement. And I just, you know, I'm just becoming a new Rome. You know what I'm saying? You know what helps with um, FOMO? What? A social media brick. I mean, yeah, yeah honestly. Uh, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> so you ain't gonna see none of that for oh, the yeah. next thirty days. Oh so yeah, I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna see none of that. I ain't gonna know what nobody FOMO doing. down. They're gonna be like, Hey, did you see the songs? I nah, I don't I don't know what's going on in the world I, right I now. Did not see that. <laughs> Unless I go on Google News. That's what, I mean that that is one thing though. Like I'm, sometimes you do get a good news break from social media, but I could, I, you can just honestly just go on Google News or read your read your paper if you want to do it old school. Um, dude, I seen somebody throw a paper in the yard the other day, and I was like, "Wow, I hadn't seen that in a minute." Was, I didn't know they were still doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't read no papers. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't no read no. Papers. I don't read no papers. Unless that's that's if you was really trying to be off the map, like like only time I want a paper is something big happened. Like I wanted the Nipsey Hustle paper, yeah, because yeah. um, that's history. Or when like when Obama got elected, that paper that came out and I wanted that. Those are like history, yeah. So for those times, I want a paper. Just for everyday life, nah, I'm good. Yeah, 
Yeah. Save that paper. Save that tree. Save that tree. I can I can Google anything that's gonna be in this. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much. Uh, what else we got up there? You got the Raptors going to the finals. All right, let's talk some sports. Sports time. Um, yeah. Kawhi me a river. That's my favorite meme that was going around. I didn't even see that. Yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi me a river. Me a river. From Milwaukee. That's good. That's that's solid. Kawhi me a river. <laughs> That was a good. That was a good one. Yeah, that's good. Internet's funny. And once again, you got to thank LeBron James, Toronto. Yeah. Because without yeah. LeBron James in the Eastern Conference Final, y'all finally made it to the finals. Because every year he would knock y'all out. Every year. So put some respect on the King's name. Every year. But and send him a thank you card. Here's the thing. So going into the series, uh, Bucks looked really strong. Like first game, they looked really strong, and then I think they lost three or they won maybe the second one then lost three after that or something like that yeah i think they lost three after the second game so going into it i was like all right bucks look strong bucks look like the better team and it's just a testament to heart because bucks probably on paper are the better team honestly they probably on paper are the better team but like Toronto, they they just they was fighting. Like they they've been fighting since they was playing the Sixers. Then they came and they were down and they they fought. I can't even be mad. Like I, I like teams that got hard. They got hard. They came they, and they beat them at Milwaukee the the first time. Then they beat them in Toronto. Like it's just like it was just it was just it was a battle. And Kawhi was just on his A game. Like the boy is good. The, and he hurt. And he hurt. And the the boy is good. Now it's on to and me and Cam. Well, before I even get to that, Drake, um, I'm here for everything that he's doing because it's funny. It's it's funny because <laughs> as an ambassador of a team, you want somebody that's going to root for you like that. I'm not mad at it. Of course, other fans from other teams are going to say the most and analysts and he shouldn't be on the court and da 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 da. But if he's an ambassador, I mean, I, like maybe he should be on the court. That if, that's, if he putting any, if t- I'm the ambassador, yeah, I'm gonna be on. That yeah, court. if there's any type of money that he putting in, or or any type of, I mean, but then you think about it, Drake is Toronto. Like that, like no disrespect to the people that have been in Toronto before, like McGrady and Carter. Well, I mean, Vince Carter, he held it down. He held it down. Yeah, but no yeah. one that took but him this far. Took like him this I, far. I, yeah, Vince Carter, Tracy, yeah. the um, LaRose, what's his name, um, Demar. No, Demar Rosen, uh, Master P, um, Master P, <laughs> <laughs> Master P had a one day contract. Yeah, was P. it for them though? Yeah, I think it was Raptors. You I, sure? I, I, I look at that while we talk about on the New Orleans. I could have sworn uh, he was on the Raptors. Let me see. He played one game in NBA, Master which is still P. incredible to me. Rap. Like he, he's the best. Uh, ba- Dog. Who was it? Yeah. <laughs> He the he the best um, basketball player yeah, but, uh, rapper because hey, he made it to the NBA. He made it to the NBA. No one else did. My y'all man, can say what y'all Master want. P has the most occupations I've ever seen. <laughs> I ain't mad at he it. He was the ice cream man. <laughs> he was a rapper. He, he was a trapper. A basketball player. <laughs> he was an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. What else he NBA did? NBA player. A clothing line. A clothing, clothing line. A movie director. <laughs> Movie producer. Hey, I'm not mad father, at it. A father. A father. A brother. <laughs> He's everything. But, yeah, all those people played on the Raptors. But, yeah, Kawhi took him there. I mean. It, first year. First year. First, first year. First year took him there. And it 
it's it's I like it. I like it. I'm gonna be put up uh, Putin. I'm gonna be rooting. Putin. <laughs> you gonna, do be Putin. I do be Putin. I'm gonna be rooting That's for. That's what you need to take a thirty day break from, from Putin? Putin. Yeah, because be I can't. I can't up. do that. Now you asking a lot. I mean, you can go to the bathroom or something. I don't be trying to. I'm in that. my. I I can't be in my room. Nah, man, you do it for laughs. Man. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. As soon as you do it, and you okay, hear a little here, chuckle. Let's, you let's have an honest moment. Let's have an honest moment. Let's go. Have I done it for last before? Yes. 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 Fucking Vladimir Putin over here. <laughs> Definitely Vladimir. Your I butt ha- Russian. I had dog. I have done it for last before. You always do it for last. No, 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 no. That's not always for last. Honestly, sometimes I just be in my room and I fart. <laughs> and, because- <laughs> and because we are in close quarters. The shit funny. I'm not gonna let you do shit. it for last. No, but yes, you do. I just fart. But then I, see what y'all understand. So Cam, you fart listen, and you listen. If I hear, nah. if you hear a little, mm, you so, bust out laughing. Oh no, no, that's, that's ready. That's funny because there's nothing funnier than you. I fart and then just in the room, I hear nigga. Look, I'm very <laughs> mature. I've matured in my life in so many areas. So many areas I have matured, but the <laughs> farting area I have not matured past. That, that should be funny, funny sometimes, though. It be funny because yeah. especially when, when people it's behind fall, the door. When people fart is funny. I'm forever laughing. It falls. I don't give like I'm. If forever, you not seriously, if you not serious, I'm forever I'm laughing. laughing. I'm laughing. I don't care who you. Are. You could be my mom. You fall. I'm laughing. I'm gonna help you up. <laughs> I'm I'm, you, it's gonna be funny. I'm laughing, but so I'm gonna be pulling for Toronto because. I want to see the underdog win. I want to definitely got to go to the Raptors. Got to go for the Raptors. Monsters, man. I don't know if KD. I haven't heard. I don't know if KD's coming back to play for this season. They they, they the first game is Thursday, so I got to watch that. The first game is on Thursday. I'm not sure if it's in Golden State. Or t- it's probably in Golden State. No, it's in Golden, yeah, it's probably State. In Golden State. So first two are going to be in Golden State. That's going to really set the tone for Toronto. So they got to come out. But you got to think about it, too. When you're a team like that, you got to come out like you don't have nothing to lose because you don't have nothing to lose. You're not expected to win. Yeah, I so, love when my team's in that position because there's no pressure on you. Just like, go out there and perform. Do what y'all do. Yeah, like do what you like. Play. Bring home the W. Like, and and they know that. Do you think, let me see how I want the question. Do you, do you think it's, do you think the city, they may not have pressure from NBA and like fans, but do you think the city has pressure on them though? Why? Because now that they've made it here, do you think the city is like, yo, y'all need to do this nah, for man, us? Like, no one really expected them to be here first. Yeah. Everyone pulled, yeah, uh, picked the Bucks to beat them. Honestly, and everyone know what they facing. This is a Golden State team. Yeah, it's that's monsters, like yeah. crazy. Yeah. So. No one's expecting them to win. They just happy to be there, honestly. Really? No, you don't think win. nobody. You mean nobody as far as. No, okay, expect okay, them to yeah, win, yeah, yeah. Want you, them to win, but they. Is no fan that is in their right mind thinking, oh, yeah, we got this. It's like you got to respect what Golden yeah, you State is as a team. Sure. They're phenomenal. So you just can't go in there like, oh, yeah, we we just straight up going to destroy them. Yeah. It's going to be a, 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 a sweep. Yeah, because that would suck to have that type it's gonna of pressure. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle. Like, it, it would suck to have that type of pressure on you especially this is your first time in the final like in your league in your history of the of your team which i think they came in in like 94 or something Mm -hmm. like that and 
and I think they came around the same time as Vancouver Grizzlies. Oh, I used to be Vancouver Grizzlies. That's funny because now it's Memphis. <laughs> but um, speaking of Vancouver, I, we still need to take a trip there. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting. I hope it's a a good. I don't want no sweep, man. I, the, I I hope not. The scary thing is, you say that what you like about the Raptors is they got heart and yeah. you pull for the underdog. The scary thing about Golden State, they got heart too. They and do. They phenomenal. They do. They do. They also superstars with heart. That's with why heart, they yeah. always come back in these games, especially late, because they got heart. So it's going to be heart against heart. The best thing Toronto can do is when they get a lead, try their best to just you gotta you gotta put your foot on the neck of Golden State the whole game. Like it's no. Even if you're up by 20, it don't matter. It None of that matters. You, it if could you be up, 100 to zip <laughs> with two minutes to go on the fourth. Golden State can still come back. It's like you, that's what they do. When you're up by 20, you got to pretend you're down by 20. Like, that's 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 exactly what you have to do. You can't, you can't like, be slack with them at all. So, it's going to be an interesting st- series. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I didn't write down uh, – Aladdin came out this weekend, I, I think. Did you see anything about it or any new numbers or anything? I didn't know. I did not. I didn't see. I didn't see nothing. I didn't really hear. I did hear. Or it was, is it this Friday? I, I don't know. I, I, I thought it came out this week. I did hear that it was good. I did hear that it was good. Aladdin. I don't even know how to spell Aladdin. I'm tripping. Oh, Aladdin. Okay, here we go. Aladdin 2019. I was just about to spell it for you. You wasn't about to spell it for me. You uh, gave me a chance. You found it before I could. Uh, Latin proves that on-screen diversity matters, but online controversy don't. So maybe it did come out. Walt Disney live-action remake Aladdin earned a a both a bofo ninety million. What is bofo? Ninety million Friday through Sunday and one hundred and thirteen million Friday through through Monday Memorial Day weekend debut. It'll end tonight with as much as two hundred sixty-five million worldwide. Whether you like the movie or not, there are two distinct lessons worth noting. First, on-screen diversity is an asset. Anyone who thought that folks here and abroad wouldn't swallow, wouldn't show up for a blockbuster fronted mostly by Middle Eastern and Indian actors. Um, the joke's on you. The joke's on you, pretty much. Second, anyone who thought endless online hand-wringing and manufactured controversies would, make the, would move the needle were just as delusional. There are complaints from... Oh, okay, so that's just talking about stuff. But yeah, so I guess it did okay. Yeah, I guess I mean two hundred sixty five million first weekend. It did, did good, so it's gonna keep climbing. Um, I heard it was good though. I actually heard it was a good movie, so I wanna I wanna definitely check it out. Am I gonna see it in theaters? I don't know. I, it's like I, I it's I'll like part of me wants to. I'm not as excited to see it as if it's a Lion, Lion King, King yeah. or a Toy Story or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, I liked I thought, Aladdin as a kid. Yeah, but Lion King was was that one. For some reason, I thought when I first seen it, it was a for sure go to the theaters thing. But at, over time, it turned into okay, I, I'll see it when I can. Yeah, for me, it ain't like ain't got to be their first day type. Yeah, movie. yeah, I can see it when I see it. Yeah, yeah, see it, see it, yeah. Um, the baby. Over the weekend, a young man by the name of the baby, aka Jonathan, uh, his name Jonathan. Jonathan. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, he was involved in a little um, scuffle in a Louis V store. In a Louis V store, and it hit the internet's, and everyone went wild. And it hit. Oh, sorry. His name is Jonathan Lindale Kirk. Okay. Uh. And it hit the internet. 
Now, I came to Cam and told him about this because he wasn't aware at the time. I was not. He wasn't aware at the time. Did you go back and look at it? Yeah, because I knew we would be talking. But when okay. you came and talked to me about it, how everyone's reacting, I'm like, we got to talk about this on the podcast. So I yeah. said, let me go look. And before we get into what we really want to talk about, let's get some jokes off. Okay. Anybody who say, I'm still going out tonight, lost the fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, buddy got on his on his on his live. I like, and I'm still going. I'm still going in there. For yeah. my I went back get my Louis Bell, and I'm still going out tonight. If you got to prove something by still going out, you lost the fight. That's number one. You got beat up. Also, number because two, no one who win the fight say, and I'm still going out. Nah, only people that lose yeah. the fight. And also, people that lose the fight say, I mean, look, ain't nothing going on in my face. Like, look, look, listen, it's crazy. That's you. no, 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 no. Before he said that, he yeah. said. I'm gonna post this for the other video come out. You lost the fight. You lost the fight. If you if you gotta post something before the other video that you know about to come out, because you know you you know yeah. it wasn't a good situation. Yeah, you lost the and fight. And when you start your sentences with "man, they ain't really even touch me like that," the, you you lost. You lost look, the fight. look at my face. You, I ain't got. You, you lost the fight. You lost. <laughs> the <fight>. <laughs> <laughs> you lost the fight. When when you hear in in the in the footage, hey, come here, come here, come here. The other dude, your opponent saying, come here, you, you lost the fight. You, you lost. Oh, no, no. You're losing the you're fight losing at the, fight. the time. You're losing the fight. So, when, when you get beat out your slacks, you, you, you lost the fight, brother. Ain't, ain't nothing you're gonna, I ain't, see, I'm not sure if he got his pants pulled. No. Nah, obviously, he was going in there for a belt. Obviously, he should have bought the belt bought before the, belt. the fight. He shouldn't have did it like boxing and get the belt after the fight. Yeah. You should have got the belt before the fight. You should have came in the champ with your belt. The baby should have bought him the, left the belt there when he when he left. He should have bought him <laughs> left it there. It didn't look good. It no, when didn't it look cut good. Back to you, you you you've been you antagonizing bleeding. this guy, trolling this guy, and now you're bleeding. You're bleeding. Barely can get up, and your pants down. Your pants down. It's not. And he looked fine. The baby looked fine. It was, it was nothing wrong no. with the baby. And the funniest part of that video is when they cut back to Buddy in the Bulls jersey, just carrying the thing. Not even paying attention. To he the didn't camera. say nothing. He didn't say nothing. He just walking with the bags, just <laughs> with, with a little, with a little pep in his step, because you know, let's not get arrested. Yeah, yeah, let's not, get, not get arrested. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was actually the the but, series of videos was funny. Like the way they documented it was was incredible. Yeah, no, that was, like, that was funny. The documentation of this was incredible. Yeah. The, the show the whole story. Usually we don't get this. Yeah. But it also was funny to me that they had to pull out cameras to talk shit to each other yeah. and show the world that they talking shit to each other. Yeah. That was so weird That's to me. That's baffling. That was really weird to me, but it made great made documentation. Great content. But that's it made why great though. Content. That's why because it made because they know it's gonna make great content. Buddy, who got beat up, thought that this was his moment, and it was. It's just not the way he did. See, but what I don't get about Buddy in the video as he got beat up, riding back, saying, "Look at my face with a swollen lip," <laughs> saying, "And it ain't no beef or nothing. I, I, I ain't going no no malice towards the baby. I wish them the best." And all. I'm like, then why you started all this beef and wanted to fight him in the first place? Like that logic just didn't make sense to me. Like, Wait, it just so didn't make sense to me. If there's no beef and yeah, he's like, I don't, and, I don't wish nothing bad on them. I, didn't I hear wish that. them the best. Yeah, I seen that. I'm like, what? You you think he got beat delusional? Like you, you think? I don't know, man. Like because Maybe he got some sense knocked into him. But my whole thing, if, if that that's don't. how you feel, then why you beefing and why didn't you just and trolling this guy in the first place, man? And y'all from the same city, like it's just so. Now it's time to get into the real the, the issue here. Now it, everyone was you told me everyone was what 
it 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 made me a little like ready to get off IG because as soon as I seen that, I was like, all right, let me go to the comments. Mind you, this video got two million. It's something crazy in like fit at the time fifteen thousand. It was just wild. It was something crazy. All the comments was, "You the goat. You the king of this." Uh, you the you the you the best man living like you the realest out. You the realest out. And here's the thing: his raps. I agree with certain points to this. Let me let me break this down. Since I was introduced to the baby, he has been about what he talks about. I I give I will mm-hmm. give him that. It's the baby, aka Mister Think It Ain't On Me. Prettiest chocolate nigga alive. That's his. That's his taglines that he goes by. That's not the baby. That's my baby. It's also. It's also a tagline. And he said he got it. One like I said, Mister Think It Ain't On Me. This is somebody you might not want to try because it's obviously on him. (laughs) No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Most of these things I've seen witness over the beginning of his career right now a lot of people been testing him for sure and he's just been reacting for to sure it. and as a man you know you gotta do what you, you gotta do you gotta do what you gotta do you gotta defend yourself when someone's trying to run up on you and trying to harm you I'm not mad so at he's been in two shooting incidents been in multiple fights yeah but I'm my thing is everyone's praising him everyone's showing him love yep. everyone's saying this but i'm looking we looking at it from the other way like yeah. karma man and yeah. energy, the energy you putting out there is the energy you getting. Get like back. you talk about all this stuff in your rap, saying thinking it's not on me that I'll slap this dude and I'll yeah. do this, I'll knock you out. You inviting all this energy to you. It's gonna keep coming. Don't have people wanting to test you. Yeah, it's, it's gonna keep. And coming. not everyone is soft. It, it will be real people that test you. So you put that energy out. You gonna receive that energy. Ain't nobody running up on Bruno Mars. His life twenty four karat gold. I'm just saying, it's just a difference it, with it the is. energy. So it is. I'm trying to pray for this dude, and hopefully, nothing bad happens to him. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of bad energy it's a lot surrounding of bad. you. It's like a lot. it's all fun for us to watch and be entertained by this, but honestly, it's bad energy around the baby because it keeps these incidents and he's, keep happening. And he's not even thirty; he's a young man. So it's like, yeah. like I, I, and and being from North Carolina, I know like Charlotte. I've, I've been around Charlotte guys before. They they get a little wild, but it's just like I was more so just perturbed with like I was like, man, we praise so much negativity. Yeah, it's funny. It's all fun and games, and I, and I laughed at some of the because some of the comedians was in there making jokes, but they're comedians. I get that. That's that's fine. It makes sense. But for the everyday person or people, they just praising somebody for beating somebody up is just kind of it's, it's it's just interesting to me i'm not saying it's right or it's wrong it's just really interesting that that's where we're at because it's like you know yeah buddy swung on him first and he had to defend himself and all that but it's like we got to post fights now like we got to post fights like i remember like world star used to post fights all the time and that got old, and I was like, "Why? Why people? I don't watch fights. I can't watch fights. I just don't. Unless, unless it's something like this, where I'm like, all right, I gotta talk about it. But if I just see a fight on my channel, yeah. I don't want to see people fight. And the only reason I seen it is because I seen a bunch of people. I was like, so what is this? And I seen, it, I was like, oh, okay. But I don't know, man. I just want us to do better as a as a people. <laughs> like, cause I just like Cam said, I don't want to keep inviting that energy into people. Like, you can't. 
you can't keep saying test me, test me, test me because one day the test gonna come. Like, it, and it's gonna come. And, they've been coming. Oh, they've been coming, but one day, like, it's gonna get. I mean, tests get harder. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, so you don't know because you're not you're not invincible. You're not you're not immortal. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you just started your career. I mean, look at Takashi. You know what I'm saying? He he, he behind bars and. That's what I think. That's even what J Cole was talking about in his songs. Like you know, what I'm saying he he just he we sometimes these young guys need some more guidance, like just a little more guidance. Like I know you got a rep to uphold. I know you got your thing you got going on, but maybe just tone it down a little bit, just 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 tad bit. Like get get your coins, do your thing. I mean, defend yourself at all costs. I that part I understand. You got to defend yourself, and it looked like in the video, Buddy swung on him first. So I, I yeah, but he was walking up he, on him. He was like, walking up on. Could have been avoided. It could have been avoided. But my thing is, negativity is gonna keep winning because that's what we pray. Yeah, that's what we so pray. So if if you say something negative about something and about somebody or something, and it goes viral, more people gonna want to do it because a lot of people yeah. want to be famous, even if it's for. 15 minutes 15 minutes of fame they want to be famous so until we start praising positivity and positive stuff and making that go viral that that's when people yeah. be more positive but right now negativity wins like it's what people do it for like some people not even you know, they just doing it just to to get the attention literally so yeah, yeah and, that's just the and world but he got right attention now. now he got attention it might not be the right attention because he got beat up but he got attention it was, but it's not like you you, you just took you took an L. You took an L. Like, you definitely took an L. That's what that's what you that's what you want. Yeah, you want to be known for getting beat up. Yeah, he took an L, and not only is he pulling himself up, but he pulling his pants up. So you know, uh, <laughs> let's uh, go ahead and get into these fan questions. Oh, that's all our topics? All right, oh, unless you right, get you right, have some extra. Right. No, no, that's Oh, 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 I just want to say um J Cole man out here rapping like He did another joint. You didn't hear the the new Young Thug Travis Scott in his song? Oh yeah, yeah, no, he was rapping on that. Yeah, that. He was rapping the on hook that. came on. That that's a bop. That hook come on nice. Yeah, yeah. And then J Cole rapped that. Y'all gonna put some respect on his name too. Yeah, put some respect saying on he name. only do civil rights raps, which is hilarious though. I ain't gonna lie. But, that's that's funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> but, I never heard that. <laughs> uh, civil rights raps. That's funny. That's that 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 is actually quite hilarious. But uh, all right, one second. Um, let me pull up these questions. Uh, where are you? all right, we got a. Let me refresh it. Make sure nothing new came in while we were waiting. Hold on, y'all. All right. We all got right, some questions right, going right, on. Right, Thank y'all right. for continuing to send in these questions too, man. They get better and better, and uh, they do. we like that you guys. It's all we're like a family now. We're we're a family. We we've been a family at this point because we all we starting to know, recognize, remember names and all this stuff. So it's like a little community that we build, and so let's keep building this community and giving each other these these positive things. So we with it. All right, we got ten. First one start with rain. She. They said, said, top of the morning, bitches. They said, laugh out loud, couldn't resist. (laughs) That had me dying and still does. Cam, I hope you pursue that further. My question revolves around your Halloween special. I once reached out to Rome on Snapchat about you all producing a ghost hunting series. At the time, he responded by saying you all had something like that in the works. It wouldn't require any actual ghost footage since the shows on TV don't actually show anything either. (laughs) Wondering if this is something that you possibly had in mind. I only mention it because would focus on black people actually ghost hunting. 
which is comedy all in itself because black people don't ghost hunt. Yeah, I won't be no ghost hunter. I'm definitely not being no ghost hunter. But I, to this day, still, we we have an idea, and it's still, I'm pretty sure the scripts are still in our, our Gmail account, but we have an idea for a uh, a scary series um, that I want to revisit. I, honestly, I love our Halloween series, and I love when we do seriously, because it's just it's funny, because when you really, like, just be a... a a real black dude in these scary situations shit is funny like so that, that's why and then you got these different characters i'm a fan of those especially comedy so i think we'll do that one day i think we can still that we listen we just getting started so it's plenty of time for us to do anything anything like that so Bilal Childs, my man Bilal singer my question did make it so here it is best drama series of all time go also when i find inspirational music shows i know who would spark that would inspire y'all to try to share it on this platform. So here it is. New show, The Leftovers. This series inspired me with an abstract writing ability to tell a realistic story in fictional world. I imagine 98% of the population vanish. How or what the remaining people do? How would a newborn of children of vanishing parents would survive? How adults cope with life after losing a loved one? Please check this one out. Share your thoughts. I watch this show once a year. It's only three short seasons. Did Thanos snap his fingers in that? I remember when this show first came out, I watched it. I was watch I watched like the first three or four episodes, but I never finished it. So I do know about it and I heard it went on to be great, but it was one of those I just never finished or really yeah, got back into. So maybe one day. But it's so many shows out here. Yeah, it's a lot of shows and these what was the first part of the question? Uh that, that it was really no question, it was more of a statement. Oh. So, uh, Jameson, hey, DT, I was talking with my girl the other day, and we were talking about how we grew up a little different. My parents had the approach of tough love, and hers were more caring and loving than solving what was wrong. It kind of caused a disconnect between us sometimes. My question is, how were you guys raised with tough love or lots of love to find find out what went wrong? Also, how do you think that would affect future relationships with one with your other half? So he was raised tough. tough. She was lo- raised in a loving environment. And he was saying, how do you think, well, how were we raised? Yeah. And how would that affect the future relationship with your other half? Um, I was raised in a very, very uh, loving environment. Now, my parents split when I was probably like five, six, maybe something like that. So that was the tough part. It was your fault. <laughs> that's terrible like, to sell somebody. Like, no, that's just funny. That's just that funny. Because I'm not sensitive, but that shit, that shit is. Oh no, imagine telling God. the kid that it's your fault. No, <laughs> shit. <laughs> New Rome had a flashback. His dad walking up, and it's your fault. Uh, 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 fuck, niggas. <laughs> I hate you. And you look just like me. <laughs> oh, me looking ass, nigga. Take myself, hate, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit but um no no I, I grew up in a very loving environment i mean always saying i love you always giving hugs always just uh just a loving environment Even my dad was the same way so um so when you say tough environment i guess that you would have to break that down for me because like I'm, tough love he maybe just tough, tough love. love but see that part i got like my mom never let me like quit on certain things she never like she gave me tough love when it came to certain things i might have wanted she was like no you gotta either save up you gotta wait for certain things you gotta so that part of it was was like a tough love part but it wasn't tough enough to prevent you from becoming a blood and joining that gang here's the thing i was like 
I was a fake blood. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was in it, but I wasn't in it. So that tough love didn't prevent you from being in it. But, like, that's the thing, though. Like, sometimes you got to go to the streets to learn. You know what I'm saying? You got to just learn. You got to get some street cred. Follower. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, so I don't think – I think it's going to – but I'm unlearning a lot as well, too, now that I'm older. Like I said, we we're going through this time of growth and transition. So I think whoever I meet that I fall in love with – I'm thinking I'm going to meet somebody that's probably on the same wavelength of me. I probably won't meet nobody that's not on the same thing I'm on. So I'm kind of, I think it will be, I don't think it will affect the way I meet somebody. Cause I think I'll just pour into them. They'll pour into me. Like it'll be an equal, equal thing. I, like I said, I would have to know more of their dynamic really. Cause I, I know he said they it can be tough, I guess. Cause maybe he's not emotional. Maybe that's what he mean. Maybe he's just not, not, too uh, too emotional. I guess with, he, with, he has a different approach to things than yeah. what she would have. So I don't know. And maybe like maybe that's something that y'all. I don't know if y'all really sat and talked, but it's like maybe does she know exactly how you grew up? Because that that could like. I'm pretty ans- sure he said they. I was talking. They talked. Oh, he said they talked about it. Oh, okay. They talked about it. Well, yeah. I mean, if it's not causing a huge issue, I mean, you got to just kind of those are the motions of a relationship. I mean, honestly, but you just got to if it's stuff that you guys need to compromise on or whatever, maybe just got to just do that. You know, I don't how, but you Cam Cam grew up a little bit. Yeah, I grew grew up in the streets. I had to get it. That's not what you say. That's not what I was going to say. I was like, you, you, I meant you grew up. In the in the in, uh, in, no. in the in the gutter, you don't call it the streets. Well, first off, what? First off, your gutters in Florida was nice in your neighborhood. Well, when I say gutter, I used to go with my dad bowling every Friday. So I was talking about the gutters in the, on the bowling lane. Yeah, yeah, that, so that, that makes finish. That you, makes you, more sense. You were assuming and you were just uh, well, no, no. about to make assumptions. You said the streets. So yeah, but the streets were were nice where I grew up. Yeah. So I see so you making assumptions again. No, you think I was taking a negative. That's good. It's route. good. It's a good flip you did. Well, I didn't do no flip. <laughs> you just assumptions. You never let me finish. So uh, but, my mom was the loving one in the in the um. And the affectionate one and showed us she was the typical mom, caring mom and the worrier, all that. So I grew up with that side, but I also grew up with an island man. And if you grew up with an island man, you know they are more uh, just stern and more straightforward and more gives you more of that tough love. The, the island men are men. They're raised to be men. So my dad raised me to be a man. So I may have boyish looks, but under them boyish looks, I'm a, I'm a goddamn man. Cause that's the way he raised me, yeah. and I'm not saying in a bad yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He raised me to be a gentleman, to yeah, yeah. treat everyone with respect and all that. But he was just a little more tough with the love. He ain't just gonna be if I fall and stuff. My mom would be trying to pick me up and stop all that. My dad let, let him get up. Or <laughs> I remember all the women when I was younger. They used to call me sweetie. My dad he'd say, hey, 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 stop. You know. Everybody ain't got to call yeah, him. Yeah. they like, what you want me to call him? What? His name. Uh, they said, I don't know, Weedy. And that, that was my nickname. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Weedy. That's what only like people deep in Miami and people in Georgia would call me. No one else. Weedy. Yeah. So that's the tough love I grew in. He taught me not to quit and all that, to push you, you know, how a man should be, I guess, in a, in a, in a boy's life. He teach you how to fight? Huh? He teach you how to fight? Come on, man. When you fight me, you'll find out. I said, I said, did he teach you how to fight? When you fight me, you'll fight. Well, why, why so much towards me? I'm asking you a question. Because I'm letting you know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 was, 
I'm letting you know it's coming. Oh, these hands, these no. hands. You know how scared I'd be if somebody tell me. I'd be like, but wait, I'm just asking you a question. Like, oh, you want to find out? No, nah, I'm just asking you a question. You you want to get put on social media? You want your pants down? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he never really taught me to fight. Yeah, nah, I just I, had to learn that on my own yeah. during fights. But, but you fights, know what's funny? Thing. My last fight was middle school. Yeah. My fights ended early. Like, you know. I was thinking about this the other day. Emotions are tied to certain things. Yeah. Like when I was in elementary, I had a bad temper, mm-hmm. like a really bad temper. I would snap. But the reason I had a bad temper is because I was so sensitive. So if you talked about me or did me wrong, I'm That's fighting. It. Yeah. That's so it. once I got older and got less sensitive, I yeah. got less angry. Like people who like we knew a guy in college, I won't say his name, but we knew a guy in college that would fight all the time. And we would be. That's too old to be fighting. I'm in Atlanta for seven years. Ain't never like. I, oh, we had the one scuffle. We almost. Nah, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. That was a little bit, but that was more of a disrespect thing. But other than that, that one scuffle, that wasn't even a fight. But like people be fighting, fighting. And I'd be like, too old. Why y'all fight, fight, Like even I when I seen. Fight nobody. Honestly, the first thing when I seen the baby, I was like, I don't. I had too many responsibilities to be on here fighting. Like. <laughs> Yeah. You gotta really like slap you like you gotta physically you gotta spit touch on me, me, slap me, something endanger the woman I'm with, or something like that, endanger someone I'm my with, my kid, my mom, yeah, my, yeah. You know, but it I'm, ain't gonna be over over some social media. Yeah, stuff. oh no, nah, you got it, you I'm got good. it, yeah, <laughs> you got it. But um, all right, Tyro Tyler Afro Lady Thomas, hey girl, what is going to be the height of your summer? I'm trying to make the most of mine with my upcoming vacation and going to Six Flags and Whitewater. You guys plan to travel anywhere special? Also, I'm one person who's trying to get my shit together with my life. I also listen to Amanda Seals. One thing she said once was to have someone who's in your get your shit together circle. So would you guys say you are in that circle or is there one person in particular in your group who helps you keep your shit together? Um, I mean, I think I think we're in this get (laughs) get your shit together circle, really. Definitely, but I think we all hold each other accountable. It'd be times... And in the meeting, someone say how they feel, how we yeah. need to do this or do that. And so I'm always sending articles on improve us. Yeah. And people always sending different stuff to improve us. We so have healthy talks in, in this house. Like we, you know, we, we had, cause, cause as we get old, we, we, we're men. We gotta, we gotta get it out. You can't hold it in too long. You gotta express how you feel. And yeah. the highlight of my summer is when we filmed this movie that we've been working on. So that's, uh, I like you speaking it into existence. Pretty much highlight that would be the highlight, definitely. Yeah. Um, Felicia, hey you guys. Yes, it's me, Felicia. That still owes fifty dollars. Oh, uh, Felicia, you can't <laughs> count. Come on, Felicia. Anyways, I recently decided to stop being lazy, become a patron. So you're welcome. I have two questions. <laughs> no, that's She's my dog. Giving us two. That's my dog, Felicia. One is personal. Since you guys are old men now, do you think you reach your <laughs> sexual peak or has your libido decrease? Also, would you rather know how you die when you die? No, I haven't reached my sexual peak. Definitely have reached my And I don't think it's decreased. I think I can manage it better the yeah. older you get. It's like it's not as important as it was when you're younger or yeah. first in college and stuff. It's like I got other things to worry about. Like I got I guess um Drake said it best. You know the line, bro. Go ahead. Oh, uh pussy's only pussy and I get it when I need it. Yeah. It sounds harsh, but it's real. Well, I was what I was saying was I don't think my 
sex drive is decreased. I actually uh, niggas get horny every day. Like I mean, that's just what yeah, what niggas happens. Get horny every niggas day. get horny every day. Whether it's in the morning, whether it's before you go to bed, whether it's randomly during the day, and niggas get a little horny. Sometimes we get hard for no reason. Sometimes you get hard for no reason. Chop the song. You know what I'm saying? Because I know Felicia, you like to hear us rapping. You know, because Felicia, you know, because Felicia be hate, but she like to hear us rapping. Because Felicia know we got bars. But anyway, but um. No, and what I will say has changed is I just get sleepy. I get sleepier. Like if I if I have sex, I go one round. You got to realize, like I put we push a lot of energy through that through that cum sprout. <laughs> no, it was a no, it was a lot of energy. And okay, let me bring this up. Okay. So we was watching someone we know. Yeah, she's a lesbian, and she made a video talking about using the strap for the first time on her girlfriend. I mm-hmm. assume. And she said, man, I have respect for guys because I didn't, I had muscles aching and I didn't even know I had. She like, the amount of work you put in your lower back was, it was incredible. Like my back yeah. is killing me. I was like, put some respect on our back. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of work. Like, it's, it's a lot of pressure. Honestly, it's, it's a lot of pressure. And here's the thing, like you guys, like uh, sometimes I know it might be a little tough to get wet, but you know, you sl- slap some lube on there, spit on it. You, you you'll figure it out. Like you'll figure it out. You can get. Wait, that. wait, say that again. What I said. Sometimes you know, for women, they like. So we got to get hard again, right? Mm-hmm. For women, they have to get wet. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's easy, but it's easier because you can spit on it, throw some water on there, throw some, throw some lube on there. Okay, you got me with the lube, <laughs> but the water. Throw some lemon juice, some lime on. You try to burn it. That's citrus. <laughs> I'm playing, but no, you can like you like spit or like lube. Like you can. Us like a lot of blood got to rush there. Like it got to. I remember one time. I'm telling a story. I remember one time. I we me and this girl just got done, and you know I'm I'm there with the flaccid. You know I'm with the flaccid dick. You know mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, and she like, all right, you ready for round two? And in my head, I turned into Soldier Boy round two. <laughs> but then she was like, uh, I was like, well, yeah, you got give me a couple minutes. She was like, all right, well. well what what I need what you need to do I was like I just I gotta just gotta give me a second and I got a little mad because I'm thinking like so I was like she was like you need me to do it? I was like well, so this so she asked round two as soon as you were done maybe like two minutes maybe like two okay. minutes after and she she was like uh well you need we well, need some and I was like well can you like touch it or something do something I can't like you know what I'm saying so she. She gonna try to like start jacking this 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 soft penis and I'm like man this shit ain't doing that. I was like. Can you can you can you suck on it or something like? Yeah. <laughs> well, she, she should put some lemon juice put, on it like you would have did. Put some lemon juice on it or something. <laughs> she she was like she was like oh, I kind of don't feel like that. I was like you know what we we probably done like I'm not gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you with this thing I'm I'm tired like I, if you're not going because I we gotta have a lot of blood rush there like I can't just it's not just gonna go up like so if don't if the blood don't rush there I don't know what to tell you like you gotta you gotta help me out. Some guys maybe have a little bit more stuff. Maybe they can just do it and get right. Now, there are days where you might be like, you know what? Okay, I'm feeling. Depends on the attraction level, the, the connection, all the that. Connection that you might part be, of it. You might be like, all right, I can do another round. But a lot of times, listen, you're going to get this solid one. And I'm do what I can. And we're going to have to just call it a night. I'll see you in the morning for a little morning round. Because in the morning, dick going to be hard. A little morning wood. You know what I'm saying? So. But yeah, I think we are at our sexual prime. Honestly, we're we're older. We've experienced yeah. we've experienced more. We uh we we now are not just in it for we the nut. Better so 
You know, we're not just in it to get the nut. We in it to pleasure the woman now. So for me, it's not fun if if the girl. Not yeah, the girl happy. gotta like, have if the fun. Girl's not feeling it or not into it. It's not the point. If she ain't coming or if she ain't getting hers off, it's, it's not fun. Yeah, it's kind of whack. It's, yeah. it's, I want everyone to enjoy this. Yeah, yeah. How many people in there? Huh? You know, it could be. You know, whatever. Uh, uh, next question. Sorry. Uh, oh, uh, one more thing. We ain't forget about the fifty dollars. You're gonna have to come up all this, Alicia. All right, Leon Lewis. <laughs> so a few months back, I was at. An all-time high and hype for this year. Now this year as a whole has been complete trash, as Cam would say. <laughs> has anyone in the group experienced a period where nothing goes positive? <laughs> I've been praying and doing my best to keep my head up, but bruh, it's been rough. What was all his right, name? For- Leon. First, Leon, I would say it's all about mindset. mindset Don't brother. claim that this year's trash. It's not even halfway done yet. Yeah. So you can't even say how this year was until the end of the year. Everything could turn around next week. And be the best year of your life. So let's not put that energy out and say it's trash. But I will say that um, God won't give you more than you can handle. And that's, mm-hmm. that's just the honest truth. And mm-hmm. even though you're going through difficulty, God will get you through that difficulty. Honestly. And I also look at it from a perspective of um, sometimes when you're close to getting something you really want or a big blessing, he will test you and see if you're going to persevere through a, a rough time, like give you temporary defeat before the success, basically. So you got to look at it in, 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 in those terms. like, And then also look back. Look back at times when that you thought were rough and that it actually worked out to give you motivation to push through this time. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can make any – to me, I honestly believe you can make any situation better. Like I'll give you an example. When I first got out of college and got that job – the place I went to was old. It was 90s decor. They had PC, old computers, old systems. I'm coming from art school with the new of everything. And I just went in there and then, and then the, the colors of this mundane, the cubicle. I was in like a beige gray cubicle. And I was like, yo, this this is, this is going to be rough. And I was having mood swings the first couple months. I was like, man, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not liking this. Mm-hmm. But then I made a decision like, I gotta, I'm got i going to be here. So I got to make this better. Gotta make it so I put... Toy Story, gift wrapping paper all throughout my cubicle. I wrapped the whole thing and I made it colorful. So I'm like, all right, when I come in here, I don't feel like I'm in a prison. Mm-hmm. Then I started pitching ideas of work I could do that I would enjoy working on to the company. And they allowed me to do that. So I made my situation while I was there a little bit better. And well, it made a huge difference. So whatever you're going through, try to look at it from a different perspective and try to think how you can make this time better instead of just thinking like, man, this is a bad time because mm-hmm. you can get through it. You have before and you will again. And then also we've definitely been there. We didn't have a home. <laughs> we, did, we didn't have a home last year at this time, at this time, last exactly last year at this time we were homeless. We were homeless. We didn't get into this house until mid July. Was it, it mid July? Yeah, mid-July. I think mid-July. So last year at this time for almost two months for so yeah. like May and June, we, we homeless. were homeless. So and, but y'all was right there with us. And, we was, and we was, was doing, doing the podcast. podcast and you heard us laughing, still making jokes. <laughs> you know what like, I'm saying? It's mindset. It's, it's, it's all about your mindset. And, that, and last year, we wasn't even where we at mentally now. Like mm. a, So now it, it's really different. It's really different. So it's definitely a mindset and... God bless you, and we're going to pray for you. you oh, yeah, it. man. You're going to get through this. You're going to get through that. I want the updates, too. It's yeah. going to get better. It's not trash. Yeah. Uh, Rupert Strawbridge. So I don't know about y'all, but in my case, traveling somewhere rarely goes perfectly according to plan. 
So I was wondering, besides touring, doing DT shows, what are some of your favorite traveling experiences, either good or bad? You know the first one that comes to my mind. Uh, okay. For me. Uh, well, and I personally have gotten some great travel stories when shit hits the fan, and I was wondering if y'all had any you were willing to share. Well, I just want to say, Mr. Strawbridge, we not going to skip over your author lawyer name again. You're going to get it every time. So I'm just letting you know we recognize it. I see how you tried to just go on into the question this time. Mm-hmm. It, no, no, you're not getting away. <laughs> I think I should share mine because you know which one I'm talking about. Go ahead. So this is like three years ago, and um, unfortunately my grandmother passed mm-hmm. um, in the Bahamas, my dad's mom. So I Oh, had, that story. Yeah, okay. so I had the book a last minute flight to get there and make sure I get to the funeral. And then um, I had to go grab my passport. Then I found out that my passport was expired. I was like, oh shit. So I had to do an expedited passport. I went through this whole process the week before I left to get this done and get it in time, which was a crazy process Mm -hmm. and expensive. Mm -hmm. So then I get my flight and my flight has a connection in Miami because it's not going to go from Cali straight to Bahamas. So I'm flying from here to Miami, I got a short little layover, and then we go to Bahamas. So, my flight, I always get early flights. So I leave around 8 a.m., we headed to um, where we headed. So we get to close to Miami. No, let me tell you where I'm sitting. I'm sitting in the, since I had to book it last minute, it was only one seat left. Mm -hmm. All the way in the back aisle by the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly fine with me because nigga like me got to pee and I like the aisle because my legs get cramped. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So the, it's, there's a couple sitting next to me. Two gay guys. One in the middle is, is I would assume, is the, the girlfriend of the relationship and the one by the window was the guy of the relationship. Now, we're flying. We all good. You know, they having a good time, isn't it? I ain't got nothing, you know, we all chilling. I even speak to them a little bit, talk, crack some jokes. You know, I go to sleep or I read. Once we get to Miami, the, the close to Miami, there is a, just a, it felt like a hurricane. The rain was crazy to the point that we couldn't go to Miami. We had to go to Fort Myers. And this whole time while we're on the flight now, while while it's getting so worse turbulence and worse, was nuts. turbulence was crazy, and then the gay couple start arguing. So now <laughs> the guy in the middle is just complaining, like this is ridiculous. I want my money back. This is a terrible flight. In my head, I'm like, the flight, like this weather, like this weather. the flight company can't do nothing about this weather. And they like, we're getting delayed. So we was in Fort Myers for like a couple hours, just chilling, and they and they get more agitated. And then hit the boy. Y'all was on the runway. On the run, my boy's like, hey, you got to calm down. He's like, don't tell me to calm down, this and that. And then he's getting frustrated. He said, see, that's why no one like to go with you anywhere. And he's like, I don't give a fuck about anybody. And I'll turn up in this bitch. You know I will. <laughs> and like, I'm just sitting here. I'm just like, is no one else hearing this? Because it's quiet. And you on the end. I'm on the end. Yeah. And they just arguing. He like, you know I'll turn up in this bitch. And then he said, I'm not, I'm not even going there with you right now. This and that, this and that. The guy in the middle starts hitting the guy at the window. So now I'm like, what should I do? Because I'm witnessing domestic violence right now, but I don't want to get hit either. I ain't got time. I'm going through turbulence. I'm tired. Our flight's delayed. I'm supposed to have been in Bahamas for hours now, and they fighting. So now they stop fighting. Buddy looking out the window mad. Buddy in the middle called the flight, the the flight we were on, saying, I want my money back and this and that. And still I'm thinking, 
They have nothing. It's the weather. They can't do nothing about it. It's unsafe to fly. So eventually, we fly. We go to Miami. And when we get off the flight, they still arguing. And and Buddy is just not having it anymore. And now I go to this long line. And I'm trying to, like, get everyone to where they need to go, this and that. And that line's crazy. So I go through that. And then we get to Miami. And now I finally get to my gate. It's another delay, like two, three hours. I'm just waiting. I'm hungry now. It's nighttime now. Like, I left at 8 a.m. I'm supposed to have been in Bahamas. Finally, we get on this flight. And it's still raining. And we get there. And I get there at the Bahamas around 1130 at night. So a flight I left. I left at 8 in the morning from Cali. Five-hour flight. I didn't get to my destination until 11.30, and I had to go through them fighting, people just blowing up the bathroom. It was, and then turbulence. It was the worst flying experience of all time. Jeez. But I, but I'm proud because I kept calm the yeah, whole time. Too. Like I was laughing. I, I know. Called, when it, I called Rome like, yo, this is the funniest yeah. situation. Ever. I know when you started hitting them, when their buddy started hitting it, it was like, yo. No, he, he started tagging them up. I was like, yo, I don't know what to do right like now. Like hitting them in the arm? In the chest, oh. slapping them oh. in the face, hitting them all in the arm. And then like, get off me. <laughs> and, then, and I'm talking about the one in the middle was sassy. So it was yeah. kind of funny, yeah, too. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yo, uh, I don't know what to do right now. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah, you got to stay out of that. I stayed yeah, the fuck yeah, out yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, you stay out of that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Because now, if you, as soon as you say something, oh, no. No, 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 all right. Asia. Hi, guys. So I recently in a brief conversation with an older married man that dropped some great gems on me. But the last thing he told me was let my husband find me. I was also listening to a Willie Moore Jr. snippet, and he was talking about positioning yourself to be found. So if you in- initiate a conversation with someone you are interested in, is that positioning yourself or is it doing the finding? Side question. You being guys, how would you want a female to subtly flirt with you i'm i'm very like open your subtle flirts i'm very i'm very open i like i like i like cute stuff i remember one time i was in i forgot where i was it was at a beach I, I, some party some function and there's a girl uh walked by and she and i think i was standing oh i was standing by a mirror and i walked by and she was like go ahead check yourself out you know you look good I was like, that's cute. I was like, I was like, I was like, you like lies. I was like, you like for girls to lie to you when they flirt with you. Come on, come on, man. That's what you like. Let me have a moment. Let me have a moment. (laughs) (laughs) But she, I was like, all right, that's cute. Like, I like, because I think because we're comedians, like, honestly, funny is going to get, like, if you say Mm -hmm. something or you do something funny, I'm like, all right, that's, that's, that's cool. Like, I don't, like, you should never be afraid to, like, honestly, like you said, the subtle stuff is fine too. Like just starting a conversation. Like it's not even ain't got to be on pickup. Ain't got to be no pickup line. Just starting a conversation. I'm not. I'm not, like all the you know all the stuff about you know your your partner finds you and all that stuff. I, I hear it, but like if you want something, like honestly, like go go after. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, honestly, I'm a firm believer. If a girl uh, like a guy, go approach like, him. Go like, the guy ain't always got to do the approaching. Just go talk to him. Yeah. If, if if you interested in somebody, go talk to him. Yeah, like if you like that dude, go talk. Because you're Asian. being your authentic self. You're, in, yeah. you're living your truth, and like, and I think that's what's gonna bring you the most satisfaction. It's like you know what, I tried it, I did it, like. Waiting around is cool, but like we always talk about this podcast, taking action. Like that's what uh, that's what we talk about, taking action, and like and God to meet you halfway. If that's not for you, you'll know. God will let you know. But like, all right, this ain't this ain't it, or you'll get signs. But if it is, like it'll it'll go smoothly. But 
Um, yeah, so I would say keep be your most authentic self. Two more. Yeah. Kelly Freeman. Music is a soundtrack of our lives, which I believe to be true. If you were to pick your top three songs that describe your life thus, uh, thus far, what are they? My top three so far is New Apartment by Ari Lennox. Good song. Mm-hmm. Just Fine by Mary J. And Freedom by Beyonce. <laughs> Just fine. Love you guys. And shout out to your parents for raising outstanding men. You guys are the best. Thank Damn, you. see, like questions like yeah, this. That's, that's t- I need I to d- start. We need to start reading these before we. Yeah, get on like, that we one. like to do it. Do a little, in, you know, this off the top, but I would have to think. Yeah, man. I really. Got, there's so many songs. Jesus, I think I can do it though. I think I can do it. Hold on, let me let me get it. You ain't got nothing. <sighs> Shit. Um, three, three, three songs describe your life. I can't do. Okay, I'll do this. I can't do three that describe my life thus far, but I can do three that describes my life in this moment, in this like moment, right yeah. now, okay, in the that's, past that's year. Fair. Uh, I would do Nipsey Hustle. That's how I knew. Mm-hmm. That's off Mailbox Money mi- mixtape. Check mm-hmm. that out. I would do um, my favorite song right now, and the energy I'm on right now is Coffee Toast. Her name is Coffee, is a reggae artist, and then the song is called Toast, and mm-hmm. it's all about being grateful for your blessings and gratitude. I posted it on my IG. Go check it out. The video's on there. And three. I just was listening to this yesterday, so I'm gonna put this in there. Um, it was on the on the Carter's um, album, Friends, and listen to. I'm just only talking about Jay Z's verse because first he ripped that verse. That's one of his best verses mm-hmm. of that year, and that's how I feel about my friends. Mm-hmm. So go listen to the Carter's Friends, uh, Nipsey Hustle. That's how I knew, and what was it? Oh, Coffee Toast. Those are the three that describe me right now. Got anything? Mm, the first four lines off of Nipsey's album is how I feel right now. I'm prolific. <laughs> prolific. So gifted. I'm the type that's going to go get it. No kidding. Well, just right there. That's it. <laughs> that's how I'm feeling right that's now. That's right. <laughs> Not breaking down a swish in front of your building, sitting yeah. on steps, feeling no feelings. That was the following line. Only because I don't smoke, but. Okay, you used to. I used to smoke, but I'm not. Tough love didn't work to get you stop smoking and nah. joining the blood, say. He just, he's just not gonna let me live, huh? Yeah, your mother failed you. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> All right, last questions. Oh, you got more? My bad. No, go ahead. no, that's it. Silas P. Have you guys checked out Wu Tang Clan's new four part documentary on Showtime called Of Mikes and Men? If so, what did you think about it? I thought it was pretty dope. Also, who's your favorite Wu member? And Wu solo joint. <laughs> my favorite member is Ghostface, one of the hip hop's best storytellers. My favorite solo joint will be Liquid Swords by Jizza. Yes, I did watch that, and it was incredible, and it made me think, what would ours be in the future? That's what I really liked about it. I told Rome to watch it. Did you watch it? Not yet. You don't listen to me. I knew you. You see, he don't never listen. I'll be trying to. I'll be trying to put him on the heat, man, but. You know, people. You know, people don't always want. Well, take. at the time, I was still on Barry, and I was doing some stuff. You know, and I was still, you know, I was in my Game of Thrones moment. Excuses build monuments. Well, damn it! What did my coach used to say? Oh, excuses are the bricks of incompetence that build monuments of nothing. Well, I got a monument outside. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, so, I so, said, "Who's my favorite Wu member?" Method Man would always be my favorite yeah, Wu member. Yeah. I just love Method Man. Yeah. I think he has an incredible voice for rap too, and he can rap. Then I like everything he did with Red Man. I like the movies. Definitely Method he was Man. In Belly, all that. So Method Man. And what was your favorite Wu solo joint? 
I don't have a favorite solo joint, but I can say my favorite uh, woo verses. And one off of Cream, Raekwon's opening verse, grew up on the New York crime side, the New York Times, whatever he said, that, that was his hard. He set the tone for that track. And then I feel like Inspector Deck always set the tone for them. Like that nigga used to be rapping. And his verse on Triumph, I will put in one of the best verses of all time to me in hip hop because where he came on, I bomb atomically. Socrates philosophies and hypotheses lyrically. I forgot what he said. Killing it. Well, he was. And if you try to rap that, that's a tongue twister. Mm -hmm. Like this, the flow like that, mm -hmm. he, he murdered that. So that. Um, yeah, I would say Method Man is definitely my favorite. Don't have a uh, favorite Wu track, but a uh, fun fact: um, the very first beat and song I made was called Wu, and I did that with my homie uh, Junior. Rest in peace. I Were did you that in blood at this time? No, it was, okay. it was, it was, it was before pre blood or post blood. This is a uh, this is post blood. Okay, so you got blood. your life together. Yeah, yeah I got my All life right. together. Music saved your life. Music saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> song was called woo so that's that's my woo track um but uh that's the last question yeah all right wait uh, wait hold on I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to wrap this verse for them i right. pulled it up it's hard do your thing i bomb atomically socrates philosophies and hypotheses can't define how i be dropping these mockeries lyrically perform armed robbery flee with the lottery possibly they spotted me battle scar shogun explosion when my pen hits tremendous ultraviolet shine blind forensics I inspect you through the future, see millennium. Killer B sold 50 gold, 60 platinum. Shackling the masses with drastic rap tactics. Graphic displays make still like, whoo, it's hard. Shackling the masses with drastic rap tactics. Graphic displays melt the steel like blacksmiths. Black woo jackets, queen bees ease the guns in. Rumble with patrolmen, tear, glass, tear gas laces the function. Heads by the score take flight inside a war. Chicks hit the floor. Diehard fans demand more. Woo! Behold the bold soldier. Congro control the globe slowly. Woo! Proceeds to blow swinging swords like Shinobi. Mm. Stump grounds bound mm. and pound footprints in solid rock. Who got it locked before and live on your hottest block? Come on, Yo, that's bars. I challenge y'all to go and try to rap that without messing up. That's bars. And what's the other? Oh, go ahead. You going to do it? I'm going to try it. After that, what's that Gucci Man song we used to perfect? Oh, Remember Stardock? Oh, no, 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 what's that, the name of that? Stardock Hatness. Damn, I'm going to find know. that next to rap for y'all. I bomb atomically. Socrates, philosophies, and hypotheses can't define how I be dropping these mockeries. Lyrically performing robbery, flee with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me. Battle scars, shogun, explosion. When pen hits tremendous, ultraviolet shine, blind forensic. Killer bees sold fit to go. Oh, I inspect you through these future see millennium. Killer bees sold fit to go. Sixty platinum shacking the masses with drastic rap tactics, graphic. Ah, damn it! I but, was you, close. but you got to use his flow though. Oh yeah, you yeah, ain't yeah, using you his flow. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I, I when even, you use his that flow, that shit is crazy. That shit, that never is crazy. You right quick before we get out of uh, here. What's that, what's that shit? Uh, I just know it's starter. Uh, Captain starter. Hold on. I'm going to type that in try uh, to get that. Uh, starter. Uh, yeah. Fuck. What was that? Uh, starter. That is. That was starter. Open. But the thing is, he was really saying something. Oh, yeah. But it just, the way he was flowing was. was I'm a star. Yeah, I'm a star. That's there. That, that's hey, pull it. Pull that on your phone right quick. We may have to star. play it. Gucci Man, I'm a star. Gucci Man, I'm a star. Yeah. So this man came on. This is how he rap. I'm running low from running hoes. I think we smoke five moles a mole. I think we smoke five moles a mole. Them hoes let them no mole them hoes. Hey. The moles went cheap as hell. I bought them back them good. Woo! Hold on. That shit go on. Let them hear it so then right. I can try to do it. Right. And I did it one time. I remember I recorded this in college and I posted the video. Like, this is a tone twister, too. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Listen to this flow. This nigga murdered this. Come on, drama. Let Gucci rap. This nigga drama was the DJ Khaled, baby. Oh, yeah. All right, I think about the color now. Watch this flow, y'all. Crazy. And he talking. Oh, wait, with the hook first. Okay, let me go fast for a little bit. Long hook. Yeah. All right, it's coming. Shirt the fucking head to break a man, you know I go. Hey. I go to school so fresh, you know hey. with your shit, you know not go. The, the, it's not like he's speaking nothing. No, he's speaking another language. Crazy. But he was rapping his rabbit. ass off. He was rapping. So that's called um, I'm a star. I'm a star. Go, go try to that. rap that too. That shit crazy, man. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Comedy Trap House. Make sure you wipe your feet, and uh, we'll see you next week. Start a hat and start a coat. I start a hat and start a coat. A falcon shirt and a falcon hat. They break a man. No, no, I go. I go to school so fresh. You go with your shit. You know I go. Shit, that shit hard. Yeah. All right, we can get out of here. All right, dude. Peace. I'm running low from running.